Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Mont. Welcome back to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. I believe it's episode 214, maybe 215. I think it's 214. But uh, as you can see, for those watching on the ISC Sports Network, the J-Man is not to my right this week. Filling in for the J-Man is my father, Eric Lee. What's up, Dad? Not much, son. Thanks for filling in for the J-Man. I'm happy to do so. I think it's your second appearance on the show this year. Your other appearance was back in January when I was feeling ill, so you... uh, filled in for me with you jay man but probably your highest rated show yeah don't let your head get too big there but um happy you're with us it's gonna be a fun show we got a lot to cover but first off like they are every week the uh tan and jay man show is sponsored by the damn landing <clears throat> whether you want an epic burger hand tossed pizza hand breaded tenderloin seafood craft beer or a handcrafted cocktail the damn landing is the place to be Dan Land, the damn landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mansell that focuses on freshness and quality. And of course, they got the damn smoke that's available on the weekends and features barbecue and steaks. And in addition to that, you can wash those down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. You can take in the fantastic views of Lake Mansell in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Would have been warm enough today to enjoy that, I think. Would have been. Uh, whether it be by boat or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. I know you like to go to the Dam. I do. What's your favorite thing on their menu? Um, Probably the Dam Burger. Dam Burger? Yeah. Can't go wrong with the Dam Burger. You can't. Except I'm, I'm a pretty picky, picky eater, so yeah, can't say I've had one of those, but I hear good things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a very picky eater. Well, you provided the birdie bogey question this week. I did. What do you got? Well, I was looking into this college football fiasco I'm sure we'll be talking about later. We'll probably talk about it pretty pretty shortly. Here, so so. Uh, I, I was looking back, and I was uh, I was born in 1961. I know I look like I'm 32, but I'm, I'm actually a little more uh, old than that. And I've noticed that they have had uh, 23 different champions since 1961 wow okay okay 23 now, different champions okay. so i thought well how's that compared to basketball basketball's only had 24 different champions so it's really not too different yeah other than the names instead of out being alabama or duke and stuff my question to you is as i looked at it there's only three schools that have won both a football national championship and a basketball national championship can you name them well, i'm glad i have all show to think about that but yeah. i think i I think I got a pretty good shot. I would think one of them would be difficult for you. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty concerning. Um, I'm going to give him my best shot, though. Okay. But as always, the Birdie Bogey segment is brought to you by <clears throat> Noble Nome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryson Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. You can like their page on Facebook, and you can also follow them on Instagram. And check out their website, noblenomellc.com course they're not really uh selling any vegetables right now but uh when the weather gets warmer in the spring have them in mind and uh get yourself some veggies there you go i, I can't i can't do it like j-man not not many can no it's kind of a staple of his yeah, that's, that's j-man that's that's a j-man uh 
original yep. there. So, um, well, you, you brought up college football. Let's get right into it. All right. Um, the playoff committee over the weekend announced their uh, final four for the college football playoff. Were you surprised by the four teams? In, in the four teams are number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, number three, Ohio State, number four, Notre Dame. Well, I think we all knew the uh, after Saturday's results, the first three were going to be as they were. Um, a lot of uh, people were upset about Ohio State getting in with only six games played. Um, Big Ten Conference as a whole kind of put, uh, put everything in doubt by – only having an eight-week season, not allowing uh, to have a, a week in there where you could reschedule. They really screwed up, didn't they? Yeah, and then they had a 21-day uh, – you had to sit out 21 days if and when you had a COVID-related uh, illness. And that got switched over this weekend. It did. 17. It did. and it. Uh, so a lot of the teams played uh, shorthanded in a lot of games. I know in Ohio State's case, they missed three games during the year. Two of them were not their fault. Or, you know, it wasn't because of them having COVID. It was their opponent. But um, so I, I understand, I, although I noticed Dabo Sweeney in the final coaches poll had Ohio State 11th. And, and didn't Saban have them 9th or 10th? Uh, I was I did not hear that, yeah. but it wouldn't shock me. But uh, Dabo uh, better watch himself. Yeah, that's. He better talk. Not, he talk he's talking a lot of trash. Ohio State's <clears> still got some talented kids. You, you think they're going to put this up as some bullets and board material. Absolutely. In Ohio State, if you remember last year, uh, one of the few really good playoff games over the last five years, uh, Clemson beat Ohio State. Very controversial call where uh, Ohio State kid got called for targeting yep. on a, I think it was a fumble even, yep. that they would have been their ball. And Clemson went down and scored a couple plays later. Ohio State was actually kind of dominating that game, and Clemson uh, made a few big plays and won. Um, the fourth entry was Notre Dame. Um, and a lot of the excuses everyone's using is strength of schedule. And what, what happens is it's only how you perceive each conference. I mean, mm-hmm. the big 10 was very weak this year. Sure. Matter of fact, I'd say only four of the 14 teams had a good year. Well, I mean, look at a lot of teams schedule like Indiana, for instance, they didn't end up beating anybody over 500. Right. And it, Wisconsin and was three and three. And Indiana's schedule looked to be a gauntlet at the beginning of the year. But, uh, you know, Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin all had probably as bad a years as they've ever had in, in college football. So, yeah. Um, yeah, really only Iowa, Indiana, Northwestern, and Ohio State are the only four teams in the Big Ten that had a winning record. But a lot of the conferences were that way. I was looking at Notre Dame. They played uh, a one-win South Florida team, a one-win Syracuse team. Um, they beat two other teams that finished two and eight or two and nine. You know that's four right there. But uh, their their balance or their um, strength of schedule is yep. based on playing Clemson twice. Yep. Um, they, North Carolina, because they a, a good team, not did, a great they team. Didn't, they didn't um, play Miami, who no. was the third best team in the conference. You know, at the start of the year, you looked at Florida State, you thought they might be pretty good. They were awful. They were horrible. And then uh, NC State was the uh, other team in the ACC yep. that was decent. They did not play yep. them. Once again, no, nothing. Uh, uh, it was a strange year. They had to join a conference. Right. But. So, um, strength of schedule. But just to show you some hypocrisy in this, um, uh, Coastal Carolina, who went undefeated, beat Louisiana. Louisiana beat Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Iowa State ended up with three losses. Um, Coastal Carolina zero, and yet Iowa State ended up being higher in the final poll or the final rankings yes. of the 
than than they did. So yes. I'm not sure what the answer was. I'm, I'm sure they did not want to put Texas A&M playing Alabama a second time. Yes. Um, obviously, Notre Dame's a brand name. Um, Notre Dame's going to get the ratings. No matter if you like them or not, you're going to watch them to root for them or root against them. Right. I'd, I'd be curious. You know, Clemson was up 34-3 to early in the fourth yeah. quarter. If they would have put another touchdown or two on the board and made it uh, – 41 to 3 or 48 to 10 would Notre Dame still have gotten in I don't know um when Texas A&M lost by 28 to Alabama early in the year Alabama also had their superstar receiver Waddle Waddle yeah Jalen Waddle so um Alabama's uh not, they don't even need Waddle no well they already have three <laughs> Devontae Smith fir- first round skill position players yeah. and uh, Mac he, Jones and those. but he might have been the best of the bunch sure so I don't know between those two, I'm I'm fine with Notre Dame getting it. I guess uh, their best win was Clemson. Um, you know, Jumbo Fisher is going to say we won seven straight games against the SEC, but I'm not sure the SEC was that great. No. You don't know because the only teams they played were each other. Yeah. So, yep, I, I think they did right. I think they got the four right, in, and I thought they were seated correctly. I mean, Notre Dame is the biggest underdog going into this game so far in playoff history. Right. You know, in 2018, they got whooped by Clemson. Back in 2012, they got whooped by Alabama. Brian Kelly said they're better suited now to play on this stage than they were in 2012. Well, they better prove it because if you go out there and get smacked again, if Notre Dame finds themselves kind of on the bubble for this playoff in the future, does the playoff committee take that in consideration and say, well, whenever we put them in, they don't show up? Well, they're not supposed to. Just like the um, NCAA basketball tourney, you know, if you have a reputation of losing <laughs> first or second round every year, it's supposed to – I know. Each year supposed but, to be different, but um, – you know, really, I think we talked about this on the side. It's it's kind of an eight or ten team tournament now. I mean, yeah. it's every year you you know it's Alabama, Clemson, probably Ohio State. Then it's between Georgia, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. LSU, Oklahoma. Yep. Um, once in a while, Oregon. Auburn. Once in a while, before. Oregon. Once in a while, Auburn. Yep. And that's about it. I think Michigan USC State hasn't been in the last. Mich- they've never made the how? What is it? It's fifth year, sixth year. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, 2014 was the first, so sixth year. I think Oregon's the only Pac-12 team that participated. Mm-hmm. Michigan State made it one year yep. and just got drenched. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I think probably Notre Dame had to be the pick. Yep. This is probably the one year where the BCS, the old BCS yep. system would have made it sense. It would have helped the Cincinnati's of the world out. Just put Alabama and Clemson together. I mean, Cincinnati, I was talking to you. I can't. I understand why they didn't make the top four, but to not, not, to not make – Six over Oklahoma, that's a slap in the face. Right. I mean, if you're Luke Fickle or some of these non-Power 5 or the group of five, I should say, a head coach, and you get a decent offer to a Power 5 school, don't you jump on it? Because what else can you do? Yeah. Well, I think some so often those teams that are not in the you know the, the Power 5, yeah, the group of, they have to establish a reputation like Boise State did at one time. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, Central Florida was a big – Issue yep. a couple years ago, even going back to uh, Urban Meyer in Utah. You remember when they went yep. undefeated? Beat, and they, then they beat Auburn. Was, was it Auburn or yep. Alabama? It was Auburn. So, um, you know, and Boise State beat Oklahoma. So, um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting. I, I don't know what you do. It's probably the best thing you could probably do is have an eight team playoff. Eight. But then once you get the eight, people are going to want 12. Once no, you get 12, uh, they're going to want 16. But if you establish criteria that the conference champion of the, of the Big Five, mm-hmm. Take at least one non uh, big five, yep. and then you know the two best remaining teams. Yep. 
I think that probably makes the most sense. I, I do too. That's probably what's going to go to someday. But. Probably should have done it this year. This was a good year to experiment with that. But it's probably harder for them to put that in place and then try to retract and go back to four if they mm-hmm. wanted to. So I understand why they didn't do it this year. But going back to Notre Dame, this was the first year in their school's existence they were in a conference for football, and they you know made the conference championship game. Do you think in the future we could see Notre Dame join a conference? Because the ACC seems like a good fit for them. They're already a member of the ACC for most of their other sports. All their other sports. Hockey's in the Big Ten. Oh, gotcha. Um, and I, I don't see the Big Ten join it, grabbing them because then they'd have to grab somebody else. Right. Um, I don't know. If, if I'm a Notre Dame fan, I kind of would like to be in a conference because I think a conference schedule sets up a little easier than their own independent schedule. But as long as the NBC TV money's coming in, I don't see that happening. Right. It'd be interesting. Some of these conferences have their own networks now, and obviously the Big Big Ten network's very successful. Yeah. It pays a lot of money. Uh, we don't necessarily get the SEC network. Well, the here, SEC but. just struck a deal with uh, it's going to be all on ESPN and Disney Plus. Yeah, and ABC, I believe. So, yeah, and, and Michi- or you know, Notre Dame is a tradition-rich uh, campus, yep. and they have. Uh, rivalries like USC, Stanford, Michigan, uh, even Purdue, Purdue to a lesser extent, Navy. So, you know, um, this schedule they had set up for this year was going to be pretty difficult. Yeah, they were. Although, although Wisconsin ended up not being as good. But who knows what it would have been if yep. if everything would have been normal. Yep. But, um, yeah, this year they actually benefited from a conference and, like you said, didn't actually have to play a couple of the big dogs in that conference. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, there is another bowl game. There's a bowl game played today between Appalachian yeah. State and North Texas. Um a lot of bowl matchups have teams with losing records or teams with a 500 record. I did see today it looks like 9-2 and two Army is going to get into a bowl because oh, yeah? Tennessee had a pull out due to their coach and multiple people on the roster having COVID. So Army, it looks like, could slide into that bowl and play West Virginia, which yeah. would be nice for them because yeah. their coach said, uh, Munkin said, anywhere, anytime, yeah. we're ready for a call because that was going to be too bad if a 9-2 and two team didn't get in a bowl. Yeah, and talking about bowls, I thought the Big Ten got slighted a little bit. I think uh, Iowa, Indiana, and uh, Northwestern, um, you know, one of those three probably should have got invited to play in a bigger bowl. I don't I don't know which one. Iowa had the more difficult schedule. Indiana had a heck of a year. With, or the least amount of losses. Northwestern made the conference championship right. game and was in it. Three, three quarters of the way there. And, um, and I was running a six-game win streak where yeah. they just were dominating yeah. teams. So, so those those three all – I thought Indiana playing Mississippi, they should be playing somebody that's ranked. Yeah, because Mississippi gives up about 50 points a game. But, so, you know, uh, I think Mississippi may have put 40, 45 or 48 on Alabama. Stop, they can't stop anybody. Right. But Indiana's looking to – they want to snap that bowl right. uh, winless streak. They haven't won a bowl game since 91, which I believe is the longest it is. in um, Division One. It is. So this is their as good a chance they're going to have they, in a while. And they should have last year, if you remember, and they had Tennessee down with only, what, four yeah. minutes to go or something yep. by two scores, and, yep. and uh, everything kind of hit the fan. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. But like I said, Northwestern's Citrus Bowl against Auburn, Indiana's Outback Bowl against uh, Mississippi. Mississippi, and then Iowa's uh, against Missouri, I think. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. So three Music Big Ten. Versus three uh, SEC teams. Yeah. So. And Auburn's without a coach, and the other two teams are 500. Right. So. But you had LSU who put a bowl ban on themselves. Tennessee ended up backing out of their bowl today. Uh, there wasn't a ton of options, and a lot of the – they wanted to keep those contracts. 
affiliated because right. the Big Ten, all the other schools backed out. Wisconsin right. is playing. Um, aren't they playing? I want to say Wake Forest. Is they that are right in the Mayo Bowl or something like and that. And if they win, they end up having a winning record too. So that if could they be a lose, fifth. Big, yeah, it's that's, an awful loss. That's a horrible. I mean, because yeah. you had. I, I kind of found it comical that North, Nebraska. You know, all season long, they're taking credit for getting the Big Ten back. We'll play anybody anywhere. They could have played in a bowl, and they declined. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of these schools have been hit hard by COVID. Their, their kids want to go home. Yeah. They don't want to play anymore. They don't want to get tested every day. They. Yeah. Well, and, and unless you have it. a year like Indiana or Iowa or Northwestern. Well, it's specifically Indiana, who yeah. ha- this is the best year they've had in years since the 80s. Yeah. Don't know if they're going to have a magical season. I mean, I still think they're going to be very good next year. They're going to be ranked to begin the year. Right. But hopefully everything's more normal. We have full stands, or at least um, most of the way full. Um, you got to think, it's, they're thinking, oh, this might have been the chance to do, the year to do something. Well, and they did. Yeah. You know, and like sure. I said, yeah, they want to go out with a big sure. W. So. so I get why their fans are frustrated. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It's but- a terrible year to have a great year. It was just, a, yeah, it was. That's a good way to put it. It's just a very strange year. Um, you know, the Big Ten tried their best, but looking back, they should have got things started in late August, Absolutely. early September, and they would have probably not ran into so many problems. But who knew things were going to get worse? And the 21 days is based on a young man, I think from IU actually, that died with a heart condition. Yeah. Um, so they, they actually tacked on an extra week or so. So Big Ten – probably did a lot more precautionary stuff than the rest of the conferences. And, um, you know, the, the sports fan in you wants to say, no, only let them go out for 10 days or whatever. But, you know, you want to err on the side of caution. That um, And now it's to 17 days, like you said, like we mentioned earlier. And that goes for all sports across the board. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty big change because I keep waiting for COVID to impact a Big Ten team, but it luckily hasn't yet. No, they've, they've had – cancel a few games but that's been because the other side I, I think i just read where the notre dame game tomorrow night uh against somebody maybe it was even i forget who it was had to be postponed so i hope it's not the notre dame uh problem because you know they just played purdue <laughs> yeah. but selfishly but uh yeah. who knows yep so any, any more thoughts on college football no that's we move it on? yep well, let's go on to the, on this day, sport events that happened on this day in December 21st throughout the history of time. On this day in 1891, the first game of basketball based on rules created by James Naismith was played by 18 students in Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. Thank God for James Naismith. Yeah. A little peach hoop, maybe? Yep. Uh, peach basket yeah. cut out the bottom. <laughs> I yep. think they had to get the... No dribbling at first. I don't even passing. know if they had the bottom cut out at the time. Didn't they have to put a ladder up right. and get the and then, ball? Then they cut this. So this is exhausting. We're going to cut out the bottom and <laughs> let the ball. But there was no dribbling. The ball was, it was like a feather material, I want to say. It was a big, like, uh, yeah. uh, what was that game in a recess? Tether ball. It was like yeah. a big tether ball, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, don't have a lot of good ones. Uh, on this day in 1941, Chicago Bears uh, Ray McLean makes the last NFL drop kick for an extra point. I thought Doug Flutie made one. He did. Okay. Until Doug Flutie. Yeah, that's, this updates pretty well, so I'm surprised uh, it wasn't updated on there. On this day in 1941, the, NFL, the National Football League Championship was played at Wrigley Field. Uh, the Chicago Bears beat the New York Giants 37-9. to 
So the first team in the NFL championship game era since 1933 to win consecutive titles was the Bears' fifth title overall. Well, you know, the year before they won the famous 73 to nothing team, a game over uh, what was then called the Washington Redskins. So uh, one of the more famous games in NFL history. Yeah. On this day in 1959, Tom Landry accepted the coaching job with the Dallas Cowboys and stayed under that job until 1988. Until Jerry Jones kicked him out. <laughs> He's a peach. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1969, Vince Lombardi, uh, then of the Redskins, coached his last football game. I did not know he coached for them. He did one year. I think they went 7-5-2. and two. Wow. Um... This day, 1981, Cincinnati beat Bradley 75-73 in seven overtimes. NCAA record. I'm assuming you're talking basketball. basketball. Yes. <laughs> I, I assume. It doesn't yeah. say, but that's a low-scoring game for seven overtimes. Yeah. On this day, 1983, the NCAA uh, rules rescinded. Uh, can't read. Um, did something to the last two-minute men's basketball free-throw rule. It doesn't really explain what they did. That wasn't a good one. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, that was not a good one. I, mm. I apologize there. On this day, 1997, uh, Detroit Lions' Barry Sanders was the third person to run for 2,000 yards in the season. It's a pretty good one. So third, uh, let's see, OJ would have done it. Probably Dickerson. I think, yeah, it was Dickerson. Okay. And that's going to do it for today's On This Day. Uh, well, not uh, Unless it was Jamal Lewis, or is he younger, younger than Barry? Uh, he would have been younger than Barry. Okay. So not not very good list today. It is the shortest day of the year. It should be the shortest list. Uh, good, good. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I I didn't even know that was today until I saw somebody Snapchat about being the shortest day of the year, and all it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Like I, said. I think today in Alaska they had like an hour and a half of light. Probably that would be very depressing. <laughs> yeah. But um, the on this day segment is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, which a lot of those haven't happened in 2020, but hopefully they do in 2021, Performer Print House <laughs> has over 50 years combined experience of promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today and give them a call at 574 210 3815. What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to stick with the college landscape and talk some college hoops, or do you want to stick with football and talk NFL? I'm letting you pick. You're the guest. I don't see a man on the title, so this is this is up to you. Well, let's 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 do some college hoops, and then we'll okay. round it up with uh, some NFL talk. But uh, it's getting interesting around the Big Ten. Um, it was an interesting week around these parts. Uh, our Purdue Boilermakers went two and zero. Yeah, they did. Opened up conference play, beating a ranked Ohio State team at home, and then. Uh, Beat a Notre Dame team that I think is better than their record shows down in the Crossroads Classic, which any win as a Purdue fan, you can get in a Crossroads Classic, Classic, you got to be yeah. pretty pleased. Yeah, that Crossroads Classic has not been a classic for Purdue. <laughs> no. I think they are now 3-7 and seven in the 10 two years. 2-3 against Notre Dame. And 1-4 and against yes, Butler. One and four it all started Butler. their first time against Butler when they had like a 13-point lead late and just choked like a dog. Missed free throw after free throw, and Butler won at the buzzer. For a while, it was the Butler Classic. Yeah, Butler was undefeated the first three or four years. I know. You know, I think the best game in the ten years was the probably the one where uh, Butler beat number one ranked Ohio, uh, Indiana. Twelve was that that far overtime eighty five eighty three I believe or eighty three eighty one. A walk on hit a Alex Barlow hit a game winning shot for Butler. Yep, but uh, yeah, Indiana has been the 
they probably had the most wins in it. I would say so. Yeah, they don't lose back to back years. No. I don't think they And have even though really Indiana has not other than the two years with Oladipo and Zeller has not been uh real good those last ten years. I mean, you know, yeah. they haven't made a tourney they in a long time. They find ways to win close games under Notre Dame in it. Like yeah. uh, Armand Franklin made a last – or not a lasting shot, but a shot with under a minute to go last year to take yeah. the lead. And then he played well this week. And Butler played well in the first half, but just kind of fizzled out in the second well, half. Well, and then I think um, the year before that, didn't Finnessy hit one from about 30 feet to beat uh, – Butler, Butler, you're right, about a half quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. And even this week, they came from – well, they were down anyway They're to down Butler. They were down 10 at one yeah. at the time, but Butler fizzled out quick first five minutes, second half. And I know Butler was missing their leading scorer, the best, probably their best player in Baldwin, but uh, well, I thought not it was Thompson. Thompson, Thompson, Thompson yeah. yeah, Baldwin. Not, I'm thinking of Kamar, Kamar Baldwin. I'm thinking of old He seemed to Butler be there players. for 27 years. But um, I don't think this Butler team's very good. They're very young. I know they start a couple freshman guards. And yeah. Butler being Butler, they'll be good again in a yeah. year or two. Yeah. I, I don't know if any of the four teams from Indiana are really good. I'd say Indiana's probably the slightly the best of the four right I now. I think Purdue's a little better than Indiana. Do you? I think Indiana might have the best overall player in Trace yeah. Jackson Davis, but uh, Purdue's got a lot of depth. Well, they're starting to come on. What I do, I don't watch Indiana like I do Purdue, but I, I think Indiana plays some pretty good defense for the first they, time. I, in years. They, I think they are better defensively. I think Purdue might be a little better offensively, that, I, I would especially go along when with they're that. shooting as well as they did on, on Saturday. Neither team shoots free throws extremely well. No. So, yeah, they'll probably have two pretty good games this yeah, year. Yeah, they but, should, yeah. And, and they, they both look like teams that will uh, be in that 8-9 seed if they, if they do make the tourney because – the Big Ten is just going to be a, a gauntlet. So. It's been like 1,736 or 37 days since Indiana's beat Purdue, but I would be surprised if Purdue gets them twice this year. Oh, yeah. Me too. But there's no, there's going to be no fans. It's going to be really, 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 really odd. I know. And both, both of those schools will uh, lose some wins because of that because yeah. they both have uh, They have two of the better traditions at home. home court advantages in the country. Seems like Michigan. See, I don't think Michigan has a great home court advantage. Penn State's used to not playing in front of fans. Penn State, yeah. Um, you know, even when you play at Northwestern, uh, usually you have half the crowd. Didn't bother them yesterday. Yeah. Well, I'm saying oh, Michigan yeah. State would have had the visitors. four of the 8,000 yeah. there yesterday. So Yeah, that was the upset of the year around the Big Ten so far. Northwestern. So far. I mean, they hammered Michigan State. You know, as I look at it, I haven't watched them all play, but uh, – I think today in the AP poll and, and uh, polls are just unbelievably meaningless. No, they are. But I think, uh, I think the Big Ten had 11, maybe 12 teams receiving votes. Yeah. That's out of 14. Yeah. And Minnesota beat a good St. Louis team yesterday. Pretty easily. And Saturday, you know, Ohio State beat UCLA. We talked yep. about Purdue and Indiana, both, you know, Butler and Notre Dame. Those are good wins. Uh, Iowa lost to Gonzaga, but uh, Gonzaga's Gonzaga's really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah. I think even Izzo said last night the uh, the country has two great teams, and he was talking about uh, Gonzaga and Baylor. And then he said, uh, you know, there's a huge list ju- just a little bit behind mm-hmm. them. But uh, well, even even you look at a team like Kentucky, they're one in five, but you know they got talent. You know they're gonna oh yeah click eventually. Yeah. Yeah, Duke's yeah. lost two games. Illinois, good team. We talk about them a lot on this podcast with J-Man being mm-hmm. a diehard Illinois fan. They got their third loss yesterday to the Rutgers. Well, Illinois, I would be shocked if they end the season with more than you seven. Know, 20, 27 games. Now that they've lost three, if they're going to win at least 20 games. Yeah. Uh, they're just too strong. Yeah. I mean, uh, they have too many athletes. Rutgers is strong. There's teams out there uh, – 
Uh, I know Purdue has to play at Iowa tomorrow, and I don't know how in the world they're going to even keep that close. Well, <laughs> I thought that last year twice, and Purdue beat them. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a uphill the, battle. I mean, Purdue. We've talked about this. If Purdue could split every week, it'll be pretty good. Oh, absolutely. But but um, Iowa has the same exact guys they had last yep. year. Plus, they got Bohannon back. Yep. Plus, they got this young McCaffrey yep. kid who's about six nine and runs the point yep. on defense for them. Yep. They're ridiculous. Oh, Frederick. Uh, Luca Garza is the best player in the nation. Yeah. But uh, Wieskamp's a pro. Yeah. And um, Frederick's an excellent college player. And, uh, mm. you know, if Iowa play just a little bit of defense, you know, they're going to win a lot of games 95 to 85, where the rest of the Big Ten's playing uh, 72 to 68 or something. So Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I haven't even looked at really the Big Ten matchups for this week. I know Indiana's got Northwestern, which you thought would be an easy one, but after the way they just hammered, and then Michigan they got State, Illinois, and then they got Illinois, who's going to be upset. But we got some Christmas matchups this week for the Big Ten, which is first time ever, right. probably last time. I really hope the Big Ten doesn't think, "Oh, this is a great idea. We want to do no. this from now on," because the kids need a break. Yeah, this is year. only because they're on campus and they asked to do it because they, they can't go so, home. So many of them grew up watching NBA on Christmas and they yeah, want to be part NBA of it. NBA is going to be competing with those games, so the ratings probably won't be that great. No, I wouldn't think. I well, don't I don't think a whole lot of people are picking Purdue, Maryland over. No, probably uh, not. You know, Golden State. And well, in the the Saints play Friday as well. Saints yeah. Vikings. Yeah, a lot of people will probably even tune in that over the NBA. I would think the NFL game would get bigger ratings even That's, than the Lakers uh, game. I night. don't know about you, but this has been the least amount of college basketball outside of Purdue I've ever watched yeah. on, in a season up to this point. Me too. I haven't watched a – I watched Indiana play um, – Saturday was the first time I'd seen them play. Yeah, I watched a little of that, but I watched them play Stanford maybe. Yeah. 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 Florida State, did you watch any of that? In I did not. Big Ten? Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched a whole game. I've seen clips of yep. uh, Illinois, and like I said, there that Frazier's been there for 47 years. We watched years a good amount of the Illinois-Missouri games. That was a fun one to watch because yeah. of the intensity of the rivalry. Right, and Missouri ends up, you know, they're, they're a ranked team right undefeated now. Undefeated last yeah. time I knew. So it's going to be interesting. we got a long ways to go until March, um, but, but we'll get there. And um, also speaking of basketball, NBA season starts. Uh, Tomorrow night or tonight? That was Wednesday. I know they play Wednesday, but maybe okay. it's tomorrow. But I, somebody asked me today where I thought um, the Pacers would finish. Oh, it was Cameron Screeton, good friend of the show, asked me. I said, eh, sixth seed in the East? Yeah, that's probably about right. Um, there was a story that came out on Twitter today. They were asking Anthony Davis about something. And uh, years ago when Paul George was on the Pacers, they were working on the deal. Him and Paul, um, he was ready to come to Indiana and join Paul on the Pacers, oh. and Pacers management shut it down. They didn't <laughs> want to go for it. That's why the Pacers will never compete for championships. Yeah, well, They're going to be mediocre forever. They're, they're in the mediocre. They're stuck. Uh, they are stuck because I don't, I'm tired of hearing the small market team, Milwaukee small market, and they're all in. Well, they got Jonas. You, you need that one guy. Well, they got lucky, the, too, because they didn't get him in the – top 10 of the draft i mean victor's probably a borderline top 20 25 player but he has roots in indiana yeah um they got lucky getting sabonis with him yes you know um they've got players that warren guy he's good yeah um i'll turn is okay yeah i mean the pacers are good enough they're going to always be in the playoffs but it's tough for them even to win the first round it seems like that's all they care about it's making the playoffs and making the money well, I just, I'm sure they care about more. They just don't yeah. – it seems like the NBA is a superstar-driven league, yeah. and they don't have a superstar. You have to tank some time to get that top pick. Oladipo, never bad enough. Oladipo would be a tremendous number two guy. Yeah, I agree. But, um, 
you know, Pippen needed Jordan. Yes. Of course, Jordan needed Pippen, too. Yes. But uh, I don't see that. Uh, they, they need another – they need that Reggie Miller-type guy or, or above. Who, who's your – who's a few teams you think are going to contend for, to the, for the NBA Finals this year? Well, the Nets are obviously going to be better in the East. They got Kyrie, about Kyrie yeah. and Durant. Yep. Um, you know, along Steve with Steve Nash, <laughs> their coach. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Kyrie's just an odd dude. He, He's he needs to just learn to not talk to the media. Yeah. Um, obviously, Boston's still going to be good. Yeah. Philly. Uh, you know, who New knows coach. where James Harden's yeah. going to go to? He's my least favorite athlete to watch in all sports. Maybe it's always but, an NBA player that that does yeah. that for you. Yeah. Well, Except he, I hear you on NFL Sundays. Get on other people, other players too. Tom Brady too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few of them, but uh, uh, Miami was a nice surprise in the bubble yes. last year. They they have some young guys, um, you know, a guy like Duncan Robinson. Who would have ever thought he would be a coveted NBA player? But not me. That's you know the rumor is that Houston uh, Harden was okay with going to Miami, and, and um, Miami did not want to give up Duncan yeah. Robinson. Well, fits his fits their offense. And Tyler Hero, those two for yeah. Harden. So oh, it's it's going to be interesting. The, the team I think you might have to keep an eye on. It's been horrific for years. Is the Atlanta Hawks? I think will finally make a playoff for the first time in man, I bet it's a decade and a half. Um, who knows? Uh, they made it back in like 2012 or 13. I remember the Pacers beat them in the first round of the playoffs. It just seems like it longer. seems like a long time. Yeah. I say kind of look out for the Suns. They're a team that hasn't well, done in the West. In a while. They have a lot of young talent. Yeah. Of course, I, I like watching Luka Doncic. And, I like watching the uh, Jokic. Um, and Denver Jokic. and Dallas are both interesting. Yeah. Uh, I see the Clippers being a little less than they've been. The Lakers seem stronger than they've been. And then you have Portland. Um, Timberwolves ought to be better. Golden State. I don't know about has, the Wolves. I don't know. They should be better. And then you have um, Golden State with uh, Steph back. Uh, Bulls fans have any hope with Billy Donovan in there? I think they'll be more competitive. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, they might sneak in, you know. Who knows? I still don't see the Knicks doing much. Most overrated franchise in sports. No. Up there with the Cowboys. Uh, Thibodeau is their coach now. Yeah. I, mean, I think he'll get them to play hard, but I just don't think their roster's made up of too much. Right, and Westbrook is on the Wizards now. Yeah. He, he'll make them a little better. So, yeah. you know, a team like Orlando made it last year. They probably won't this year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. New Orleans ought to be – I mean, they're playing a short season, but they are playing in their own arenas. Right. But uh, as far as I know, at least most cities or most markets aren't having fans, at least to begin the year. Right. So we'll see where that goes. But we don't talk a ton of NBA on this show, but since it's starting this week, I thought we need to mention it a little bit. Oh, you know, and and if if this COVID situation is going to hang on a few more months, we're going to need something like the NBA once football's done. Yeah. Because football's a nice – well, Way to forget about it every Sunday. Well, but golf sh- will be starting, golf yeah. tournaments. And, but if you're not a golf fan, you don't care. Yeah. And then uh, baseball should start on time, I would think, or has a better chance to than last yeah. year. I think they made a goal that would be good for uh, baseball to have some crowd, you know, starting uh, the June-type yeah. frame, at least some. So We'll see. Yeah. All depends on um, the vaccinations and science. Get, and Get your shots, boys and girls. And Let's everything. get this over with. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the National Football League. Uh, after tonight, 15 weeks are going to be in the books. Yeah. You got uh, Ryan Finley in the Cincinnati Bengals against the Pittsburgh Steelers. are coming off two straight losses. I think the Steelers get it done tonight, but unfortunately for the pick 'em, 
for the belt. The J-Man's won back-to-back week because if the Pit Steelers win tonight, I lose by three points. If they lose, I lose by quite a few points. Okay. So um, hats off to the J-Man. He made a statement last week that he wasn't going to lose from here on out. So I got two more weeks to try to get that title back Look, where it belongs. They might have to take tan off that and just make it j-man don't give him any ideas Mm. i'm I'm expecting a text message any minute now so Mm. um but uh, usually you know you know how we do things on the show we pick three winners and three losers so who were three of your winners from um or who was one of your winners from week 15 i'm pretty sure i wrote them down somewhere um if not if you want me to start i can start and well you know i actually put uh buffalo bills as a winner they beat the uh, Broncos. Is it I just think, because you're in this room? Just a point or two shy of thirty. Yeah, it was but, ugly. Uh, it's bad. It was it was going on at the same time as Clemson Notre Dame, and I'm not sure which game was closer. But Clemson Notre Dame was closer. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, uh, but the Bills' first division title since '95. Well, and Josh Allen is just must watch TV. That guy can run. He can throw. He just seems like your little brother who might do something stupid any minute. But uh, he he was kind of a national uh, discussion. Dominique Foxworth came on the. The, the Bomani Jones show and said uh, he he likes to laugh and root against Josh Allen because Josh Allen fans all have American flags and dogs on their avatars and um, you got to Google it. It's become quite the subject because uh, uh, of course he's the same guy that said Jameis Winston should be starting instead of Drew Brees. So so he's, he's had, taking he, some racial stuff. In he, the has, he has. He has. What you're saying. Dominique, he's on ESPN every Tuesday and Wednesday on the Get Up Show. I don't watch the mothership too much anymore. Yeah. They're really losing my interest. And, and that's why the reasons I vote for or uh, mm-hmm. I like certain players and dislike because they talk about Brady a lot. Don't like him. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Poor Dak Prescott when he came in was one of my favorite players, and then they uh, they give Dak so much love. I end up rooting against him in the Cowboys. Tim Tebow and his run in 2011. Skip was so yeah. on the. Tim Tebow bandwagon. You and I were button heads every week. Yeah, so. I became anti Tebow because yeah. of Skip Bayless. So, but yeah, yeah, the Bills. That's that's a good one. I just it's their first time in twenty five years. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, Bills Mafia was pumped the other night. They uh, celebrate or they welcomed the Bills into the airport. It was quite a scene. I think they're the only team in the AFC that can have offense that could challenge Kansas City. I agree. Now their defense, man, eh. but um, I do know that Diggs supposedly he's injured, so we'll see how bad that is. It didn't look like it the other night. No. Well, he probably got injured catching too many balls against the Broncos secondary. 11 of them, but it felt like it was 31. It could have been. It could have <laughs> been. a close game, yeah. I think. Yeah. They're one of my winners. One of my winners by losing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. There's no way they're going to try to beat the Chicago Bears this week or the Indianapolis Colts. They have – I mean, I've in, in, in Jason Smith um, – a friend of the show is a big Jaguar fan. He lives down in the Jacksonville area. He's even tweeting, don't screw this up. You have a chance to do something for your franchise. You're getting a new GM. Might get a new head coach. You have plenty of money to spend. You have a chance to maybe turn your franchise around. Yeah. By just not winning the next two weeks. If they start Gardner, Gardner's going to want to win so he doesn't get Lawrence into he that town. I don't think the talent around him matters anymore. Yeah. I just... Yeah, Jacksonville's got very little talent. But if they could draft a Trevor Lawrence, then they'll get a few people come. You know, Trevor Lawrence looks to be like that once-in-a-decade player. We'll see. Brian Kelly, even yesterday on the uh, college football playoff show, said Trevor Lawrence is a pretty good guy, in case you didn't know. Yeah. So he was – Yeah, he, he can run, too. And that was a lot of the difference in that Clemson-Notre Dame. Because the, the first time Clemson-Notre Dame played, the backup quarterback played great. 
But he couldn't run. Yes. And Lawrence actually hurt Notre Dame more with his legs than his arm, probably. He did. Who's another one of your winners? Um, believe it or not, one of my least favorite teams, Dallas Cowboys. Two-game winning streak. They're still relevant. Um, they have two winnable games left. I'm still glad they got flexed out of the Sunday night game. Oh, my gosh. Well, San Francisco's probably the worst watch on TV right now because of all their injuries, too, and that's who they beat. Uh, they're not the worst watch. There's a couple teams in the league I'd rather watch. Well, Jacksonville's right there, but San Francisco, my gosh. I yeah. mean, you got Mullins and – Yeah, I know it. Oh, Bethard now. Yeah, it's just – it's not fun to no, watch San Francisco. No, it's not. It's not, and they're officially eliminated from the playoffs now. Mm-hmm. Another one of my winners, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they took over the first place in the NFC, which I think is a really big deal because, yeah. as we talked about, home field advantage shouldn't matter so much without fans, but when you're playing at Lambeau and zero degrees – Next month, it'll be a big deal. Yeah. They did not look overly impressive Saturday night. They jumped out to a 21-3 to Correct. lead, and then Carolina uh, actually dominated the second half. Green Bay only had like 60-some yards the second half. So. Yep. But uh, they uh, they got a big one Sunday night against the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one of my winners, my third one, is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Put themselves right in the play. I think I read if they win this week and the Bears lose. They clinch a playoff. Right. If they tie, I think the Bears get the uh, over. And the Bears have Jacksonville, and they have Green Bay the last game, which could mean absolutely nothing for Green Bay. I doubt if they set Rodgers the whole game because he's going to be sitting out the next week. But I doubt if they play him in the second half. It's also the rivalry there. Yeah, I know. Do the Packers want to help the Bears get in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think they're too scared of the Bears. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) They probably would rather have the Bears in than the Cardinals, you know. Who's your third winner? My third winner is actually – the Chargers beating the Raiders. I just throw them a bone. They've won. They've won two games in a row, and uh, the one thing that you could knock about their rookie quarterback was he wasn't winning games, and now he's had two straight uh, final drive of the game scores to win. I think he locked up rookie of the year, in my opinion. He plays two uh, division rivals now: Denver yeah. this week and Kansas City next week. The Chargers are one of those teams, much like a couple other teams we'll probably talk about. You know, the Texans and the. Mm-hmm. Falcons that could have such a better record, but they absolutely figure out how to blow games. Lions, Falcons, Chargers, you know. Yeah. No leads too safe for those guys. How about uh, one of your losers? I have an athlete first. Okay. Um, Zeke Elliott. He Paul, doesn't Pollard play. Pollard played and, well. And Dallas just goes nuts for 34 points. Yeah, Pollard uh, yep. ran really well. Yeah. Zeke, you know, he signed that huge contract. Um, if it wasn't for Carson Wentz, I think the whole world would be on Zeke right now. <laughs> yeah, um, and it makes the Dak Prescott situation interesting too. Yeah, well, they spent all their money on Jalen Smith, average year. Amari um, Cooper. Amari Cooper, average year. Of course, he's not having Dak throw to him. And Zeke, and um, they they didn't spend their money on the right pieces. Well, and their offensive line all retired for the most part or got injured. I mean, do you – and they probably will – throw a ton of change at Dak, you type all your money in your offense, your defense got nothing. Well, and, and they did offer Dak where he had been the second highest paid quarterback last he year. Turned he turned it down. Turn it down. So I, <laughs> yeah. I do hate to hear the uh, the morning guys saying, why didn't they pay any? Well, they offered him second highest pay. In yeah. the, third highest pay in the sport, second highest quarterback. So Yeah. One of my losers is a loser by winning, and it's the New York Jets. Yeah. I mean, great for the players – to win a game, great yeah. for Sam Darnold. Even Adam Gase, who's going to be sent home with his walking papers here in two weeks. 
I think that's the reason they were keeping him around. They thought he wouldn't win them a game. I know. Here, they, here he goes. He, they beat the Rams, who might be a playoff team. But uh, the Jets screwed up, and now, now you're unless Jacksonville uh, wins one of these last two games, you're not going to be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Are they going to be interested in Justin Fields at number two? I don't know. I think I would probably keep Sam Darnold. I think I would too. Justin Fields has lost a lot of money the last and month. If they want to keep Sam Darnold, and if they do think Fields is going to be number two, they could probably get a lot of. Uh, trade value in, mm-hmm. in trading that number two pick away yeah I, yeah you know fields looked awful against northwestern indiana gave him fits you know indiana runs that aggressive defense and threw three picks that game so I, I, you know but he could prove against to the whole world on january 1st yeah. against clemson if he has a good game then he's right back in that conversation well he does but uh the scat you know the scouts know too yeah i mean they know um well the rams were one of my losers I mean, uh, uh, they're one of mine too. Yeah, was, that's ridiculous. I mean, their offense was just pathetic the first quarter and half, and then they were bringing it second half. And I did see a replay of that fourth and four throw they threw deep. Uh, if you look right over to the left, Goff had his running back right at the yeah. line. It had mm-hmm. been a routine six yard pickup. Went, yep. And so I don't, I don't know why he threw that ball deep. The Rams are nine and five, and they're one of the hardest teams to figure out in the league. Yeah. Up, down, up, down, up, down. I, just never they look pretty get. safe for the playoffs. Um, they've won nine, and the best uh, the Bears can get to is nine. The NFC West might get three teams in. Yeah, three but I wouldn't want to play the Rams either because no. they, you know, they have two of the best, probably three or four defensive players in the whole yes. league. Yep. And golf some days is hot. Yeah. But you know they don't have what you call big name backs, and and their receiving core is a guy Cooper named Cup's Cooper good. Cup <laughs> and Robert Woods. Yep. They do have big old tight ends. Though, yeah, Brandon are, Cooks is he still in LA? Or no? No. He's is he in New England? I don't know. He was a Saint. Then they, they got him to the. I thought he they, was on uh, Houston Texans. Kenny Stills is. Is Cooks there? I too? know, but I think Cooks is. Okay, I don't or, know. Or, or is it Randall Cobb that's on the? Randall Cobb is on the Texans. Okay, I don't know. Okay, but anyways, he's not what he used to be. Yeah. Um, who's your last loser there? I had the Vikings. Mm. They got two great receivers. They have maybe the best running back in football. Mm. Cousins is pretty good. I mean, yeah. he's not great, but he's pretty good. Uh, they were supposed to have a great defense. Their defense has been bad, and of course, the kicking game cost them huge last week against Tampa. Yep. So, yep. I'd say the Vikings. I got the Patriots officially eliminated from the playoffs. First time in a long time. Yeah. I thought they hung in there pretty good for what they had this year. They had so many guys step out on defense. Yeah. I've always been anti-Patriot, but uh, I found myself almost feeling sorry for him this year. Yeah, no. They, they gave it a run. No, but before we get into picking games real quick, uh, you know, in, in two weeks from today is going to be Black Monday around the NFL. Coaches yeah. give their walking papers. A lot of teams are already looking to fill head coaching jobs. you got the, the Lions jobs open, the Texans jobs open, and the uh, Falcons job is open. Um, Jeff's job's got to be open. Do you yeah. see any other jobs be coming open? Yeah, there'll be there'll be eight Bears. If they win their last two games and make the playoffs, no. What if they don't make the playoffs? I would, yeah. Um, Vikings. I don't think they'll fire Zimmer. I think he's a pretty good guy. I mean, a lot of these guys are good guys. Yeah, well, they're all yeah. Um, but um, I, I don't think so. Um, I think everybody else is pretty safe. Yeah, you never know who's that Zach Taylor. How about Anthony Bengals. Lynn? I think he's got to go. Yeah. 
I think Zach Taylor needs to at least oh, another I, year. Oh, I think he definitely does. I mean, Cincinnati's stuck with Marvin Lewis forever. I know. And and there's a lot of talk that people want Marvin Lewis Back, right now. Back, yeah. yeah. Um, McCarthy probably sticks. Oh, you got to give him one more year with the quarterback. Since when are GMs and owners? I know. Well, who was it? Wilkes got the worst end of the deal in Arizona ever. Yeah. A couple years ago, one year. Yeah. That was bad. But I think Vic Fangio is going to be safe, even if they lose the next two weeks. I think he's safe for one more year, I believe. Yeah, but I can't come up with – Something's uh, probably got to change out there. You know, I if, any 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 heat on Gruden at all? No, hundred million dollar ten con, ten year contract. I have three losing seasons in they, a row. They they hired him to. No, okay. You know he he did a couple really controversial things when he started out as far as getting rid of Cooper and Mac. Yeah, nothing but benefits so far from him. I mean, they got some good rookies. Who knows? Maybe Mac would turn around, but uh, I still don't know if he thinks Carr's the guy out there, but. So. I know. Oh, I almost put as a winner individually was uh, Mariota played really well. You know that guy's career was. Uh, Carson Wentz needs to look at Mariota, saying maybe I could do that too if I get back on another team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where your guy Carson might end up because <laughs> it looks like uh, Philly found a guy in Jalen. Oh, he played good yesterday. I, I saw a comparison that Jalen Hurts, uh, that Stephen Jones said, remind him a lot of Dak Prescott, and I can see a little of that athletic outside the pocket and. Throws so much better when he's on the move than when he's in the pocket. They do a lot of short stuff with him, yep. but he makes plays. Well, let's get into picking some games starting on Friday on Christmas Day. Got the Minnesota Vikings at the New Orleans Saints. Saints. I got the Saints, and I'm doing my confident points. J-Man is kind of cheating this week and told me he's going to send in his confidence points later on in the week so I can make the graphic before Friday. So, Basically, I think he's going to listen to my picks oh, sure. and then base his stuff off that. So uh, The whole country will. Collusion mm-hmm. already, but I am taking the Saints and for seven confident points. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. This game is going to be on Saturday. Uh, it's got to be the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers for 12. I like it pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals, and this is on Amazon Prime TV. Like you kind of said, the Niners are – the uh, the one of the most boring watches in the league. Well, they kind of showed that by putting this matchup there. Yeah, Cardinals all day. Cardinals four nine in my opinion. The uh, game has Miami Dolphins. This is the Saturday nightcap at the Las Vegas Raiders. It's a tough one. Yeah. Raiders are still mathematically in the hunt. Yeah. But Dolphins really need it. Yeah, I would probably lean towards the Dolphins, but uh, I I wouldn't make it a very high pick. The Dolphins for four. Mm-hmm. Then you got your uh, Sunday games: Atlanta Falcons at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs by a million. <laughs> got the Chiefs for thirteen points yeah. there. Uh, the Cleveland Browns at the New York Jets. Browns. I got the Browns for fifteen. I'm a little scared of putting that many points on the Browns. Yeah, but uh, I think they get it done there. Baker's been outstanding the last three games. Outstanding. A big matchup for the Colts. Colts at Steelers. Um, boy, give me the right now. Give me the Colts. Although you were watching games with me yesterday, they beat Houston two of the last three weeks just because Houston fumbled inside the five yard line. Yeah, but uh, give me give me the Colts over uh, the Steelers right now. Of course, the Steelers play tonight against the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. Um, I, I took the Steelers, but I hate how many points. I put eight on it. Eight yeah. points. I I don't like it already. Yeah. I just got to see a little more out of the Steelers offensively. I mean, they, you know, they've hit I, a rut. I kind of say uh, every week it's probably because a lot of my friends root for the Colts that 
I'm not a big believer in this Colts team, but they win games. Yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely going to make the playoffs, I think. I think they'll find a way to make the playoffs, but I just don't know if they're Super Bowl contenders. But some, until somebody unseats Kansas City in the AFC, I don't think anybody else right, is. Right, right. So. They're, they're a little bit like the Pacers. Maybe a, they, have, they have a heck they of a middle to, linebacker, and they got a great yeah. offensive line. And, and Rivers, he makes smart decisions. He's yeah. not, he doesn't have a cannon, that's for sure. The Carolina Panthers at the Washington football team, the NFC East leading Washington football team. Huge game. I, I think I'll pick Washington. Um, be interesting to see if they put Alex Smith back in or they try to throw 55 times with Haskins. Yeah, that's yesterday. not smart. He's a disaster, too. I picked Washington for five, but I don't know if Christian McCaffrey is going to play for Carolina. I doubt it. Carolina is a tough team. They fired their general manager today, which I don't get it. I didn't expect anything out of them, and they've won some games with Matt McCaffrey. I don't. Yep, yep. I uh, didn't didn't see that coming. Um, the Chicago Bears at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bears. I got the Bears for sixteen. Wow. Yes, like I said, I think the Jaguars try to tank this without making it obvious. If there's a way, do you have time for a quick stat? Sure. This is what I heard on the Dan Patrick show. DP's a good good guy. First 48 starts. Okay. Yep. Which is 16 games, three years basically. Yep. First 48 starts. Aaron Rodgers, 28 and 20. Deshaun Watson, 28 and 20. No, that was Mitchell going. Trubisky, 28 and 20. I knew that's where I was going. And Deshaun and Mitch were part of the same draft class. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying uh, yeah. the Bears win when Trubisky plays. <laughs> so. He's played well the last few weeks, so give him that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can play well this week and give me 16 points. Yeah. Um, the Baltimore Ravens at the Houston Texans. Ravens are coming on right now. Oh, nope, nope, nope. I read that wrong. I cannot read my writing. It's the Cincinnati Bengals at the Houston Texans. Oh, Texans. Yeah, I, I have the Texans for 14, So, which scares me. Yeah. Putting that much money. Well, Joe, Joe Burrow's not coming back. No. So. This is where, and I had the Ravens on the next line. This is where I got confused. The New York Football Giants at the Baltimore Ravens. Boy, and the Giants need it, but the Ravens are playing too good. And unless Daniel Jones is healthy and can move around, yeah. Colt McCoy's not getting it done. Well, and, and they actually moved the ball last night. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, yeah, they didn't even have to punt in the first half and only had three points. So. I got eleven on the Ravens. Once again, kind of scared of that pick. R- Ravens are pretty tough. Denver Broncos at the L.A. Chargers. Remember, the Broncos beat them earlier season. Probably had no business winning that game. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just going to say the Chargers. I got the Broncos, but for a point, <laughs> one point. Like, I mean, the the Chargers are the are the doorstep of the AFC West, and I hope they stay there. So, there's a lot of orange down here, so I kind of figured you'd pick that. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. Well, you know the Cowboys, like we said, they're actually playing a little bit better, and and uh, there's been some juice in the Eagles the last two weeks. You know, on all sides of the ball, so. I think the Eagles probably have a better team than Dallas, so I'm going to say the Eagles. I got the Eagles for six, but it's another game that kind of scares yeah. me. It was a tough week to put points on these games. Um, the L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. You know, for whatever reason, the Rams have kind of owned Seattle, but and but uh, they're Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And if they win that game, they're back in first in the NFC West. If they lose it, uh, they're going to have to go on the road the whole time. So, uh I'm going to say the Rams, and I have no reason why. You don't like Seahawks. That's the reason why. So. Yeah, and I don't like Pete Carroll. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I got the Seahawks for two. I see that game going either way. I'd go very for two one. with the Rams. Titans at Packers on Sunday night. You know, I think I was. I would usually say Green Bay, but uh, do you want to 
tackle that big beast in 12-degree weather? No. Nobody will. So if there's one team that can go up to Green Bay and just run through them, it'd be the Tennessee Titans. I heard an interesting thing today. It said Aaron Rodgers is the best at hearing things across the line of scrimmage and taking advantage of it, and he can hear this year better than ever without fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. It's making a big difference. So give me Rodgers and the Packers before three. I think it's going to be a very entertaining Sunday night game. Yeah, I would. that's, that's a toughie. In the Monday night matchups, the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Well, I got to think Buffalo, and I got to think Jared Stinnam will start for uh, New England. Might as well. Last two weeks, see what, yeah. see what he's got. I got the Bills for 10. So, And the J-Man's Book of Prediction Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Washington. But this week, it's the Tan Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. My Book of Prediction is the week. I get that belt back. I take the J-Man down, even though he's going to cheat. I'm taking him down, getting that belt back. The J-Man belt? The Tan and J-Man show sports podcast title belt. NFL pickup title belt. I don't know what the... Mm. Word is for it, but mm. uh, if you need, if you're in need of life insurance, home insurance, auto insurance, renters insurance, business insurance, workers comp, or farm insurance, give Travis Watchering a call at two one nine eight six nine four five six one, and you can reach him by email at travis.watching at infb.com. And if you're watching this show in the state of Ohio, Travis is excited to announce he can now offer insurance in Ohio as well. All right, hit me with a birdie bogey one more time, please. All right, since nineteen sixty one. Been 23 football champions from the NCAA. Yep. I mean, Alabama's got like 10 of them. Yep. 24 basketball. Pretty close, really. I thought it'd been in some of the basketball, like Loyola and Texas Western in the early 60s. So, But there's been three schools that have won both an NCAA basketball and an NCAA football championship in that 59 years. Can you name them? Yeah, now I'm, uh, now I'm nervous, but Michigan? Yeah, that's uh, that was a hard one. Yeah. They tied – they got they co-champions. In 97. Yeah. Um, for football. Right. Yeah. They've won two basketball. Yeah. Well, let me let me, let me me think here. i got to think for a minute. I don't think they've won a basketball one. Um, Can I do Jeopardy music in the background? <laughs> I only got two minutes here. i got, I got to hurry up. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of football titles. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's, <laughs> that's making it worse. Um uh man i am just blanking i am going in a complete blank one of them you should get easy they've, they've both done it in your lifetime yeah i know i'm just i'm just blanking um both done in my lifetime football and basketball since the 2000 season why you're in high school stop it <laughs> Oh, Florida. Duh. Florida. Yeah. They're the only one that's won multiple yeah. of both. Um, this other one, I got, I mean, a lot of teams come to my head. Ohio State, but I don't think they've done in basketball. Oklahoma, I don't think they've done in basketball. USC hadn't done in basketball. Um, Ohio State actually won in 1960. Uh, so if I had made one more year, they would. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame hadn't done in basketball. Um, I don't know. Michigan State. They did in football? It, twice in the 60s. I, mm, they, I, they tied uh, Notre Dame, in the, wow. uh, and they actually tied when they played each other, 65, wow. I think. But uh, ah, Good good trivia. I get a bogey. Yeah. Yeah, we cannot. Uh, I've seen you get more bogeys than par. Well, I've actually seen you get more double bogeys than par. Yeah. So. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Thanks, Dad, for joining us. Uh, You're welcome. Happy holidays and a Merry Christmas to all of Tan and J-Man Show Nation out there. 
Hope you're able to celebrate with your families, and if you're doing so, do it in a safe manner. Um, like always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane. J-Man will be back next Monday for another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show.